Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's the afternoon show. Ike Reese, Elliot Shore Parks, hanging out. Uh, before we get into the... Uh, Dan's top five at five. I know he's itching to get started there. He's been quiet all. It's a high pressure show. situation too. Yeah, it, it really is. But he, you know, he's 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 had enough of these now that he he sort of got the handle of. Okay, well, I'm excited yeah, to hear. He it. does. He does. Um, real quick, uh, the college football playoffs last night. What did you yes. think about those? Well, did you watch? I did. Yes, Aaliyah, Well, I'll say this. I made it to about halftime of the second right, game. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody on the East Coast. Yeah. Sort yeah. of. Especially after January, for, you know, New Year's Eve. Right. I, was, I was ready to get some sleep. But uh, what's funny is the Eagles actually interviewed the Michigan defensive coordinator. I heard. Yeah. So I didn't even realize that. You wonder if, you know, this time around, you know, if Patricia's not back, maybe they'll recircle the wagon on that one. Because, I mean, he, the defense was good last night. I got to be, be honest with you. And this, this, this won't be a popular answer as far as the D coordinator go. I wouldn't mind seeing Matt Patricia for a full season. Yeah, you were saying that. So yeah, I, I wouldn't mind saying that. It wouldn't bother. Now, if they decide to go elsewhere, now, here, here's what I'll tell you. My number one choice would be my former teammate, Al Harris. With the Cowboys. With right. the Cowboys. Yeah. Right now, he's a secondary coach in Dallas. Um, I think he's, been, he's done a, a, a good enough job throughout his coaching tenure as a position coach that he now deserves to run his own defense with his own style and his own philosophies and schemes. Somebody needs to give him an opportunity. I would love for it to be the Eagles if they are going to move on from uh, D.C. Well, not to mention, this team has a lot of young corners they're going to be coaching up next mm-hmm. year. So, Keely Ringo, Eli Rex. Uh, yeah, no, I think Al Harris would be, would be a great hire with what he's done there in Dallas, learning under Dan Quinn, who's one of the, if not the best defensive coordinator in the league. But, I mean, the game themselves, I thought the Alabama-Michigan game was awesome. It was uh, a great yeah, game, it was yeah. Great theater. Uh, I wish NFL would do overtime like college does. We'd be playing all day. Yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> you can imagine giving these offenses the ball on the 25-yard yeah, that's, that's a good line. point, actually. Maybe they get to about the 40 or something, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you, I, I'm glad college has done it the way that they did. They needed to do away with the tie games, and it certainly yep. wouldn't have happened in a bowl game anyway. But Well, how about that overhitting and, uh, with all those touchdowns in the second? Uh, I knew that was a given in that yeah. second game. I'll tell you this. There was a brief moment there. That I wondered, would Jim Harbaugh go for two? I agree with that. Yeah, it was a moment there when they, they had the momentum. They yes, were and when they, and when they were moving down the field, and I knew they were going to score. I'm like, man, if they score, does he go for two? 
Oh, I thought you were going to say you're wondering if Jim Harbaugh is going to be the Eagles coach next oh, year. Oh, would you stop? I mean, there, there's speculation he's going to go to the NFL. Yeah. Did you see Brian Johnson was trending last night after that Alabama play call? Oh, yeah. When he, they, I did uh, see that. Yeah. I did see that, which is very – Brian Johnson's catching strays. They yeah. didn't even play yesterday. He was catching the, strays. The best part about Sirianni give a play calling is he, until now at least, has a, avoided a lot of blame yes. for, for this. And uh, I'm taking Washington in the national championship game. There's no way in hell I'm rooting – for Michigan. Sorry, BG. Although Michigan can score with them, too. Yeah. Face off yesterday. Best quarterback in, in college football. Should have been the Heisman Trophy winner. Yep. I called it. Michael Penix. Yeah, I like him. Even though he's yeah. been in college he six years. Great, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's okay. He does throw a great deep pass. He does. He had a few right. nice ones in that game. Let's get to this uh, most anticipated top five at five. Brought to you by Bud Light. The Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge, presented by Bud Light, is back tonight. Well, my main man, Jordan Mailata, he'll be coming up at 7 p.m. right here from Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Here's the top five and five at five with Dan. All right, it's Accountability Tuesday around here. Another loss. <laughs> no game balls to hand out. We're handing out blame. And we'll get right into it here. Number five. I know we've discussed it a lot on the show today, but A.J. Brown, I think he's handling this whole thing poorly. Sometimes I think Donovan said it. What you don't say is oftentimes louder than anything you do say. I mean, does that see on his chest stand for captain or coward? Go face the music, not only when things are going well. you got to go out there, and I know Mylotta said that he took the guys to the escape room, but true leaders do not run from the spotlight when times get tough. Look at you, captain or captain coward. coward? <laughs> that was, that was Holy smoke. What does the C stand for? Ability right there. I mean, I, I, it's your top five and five. Yeah. It's not mine. It certainly doesn't stand for chatty. <laughs> <laughs> at number next. Yeah, at number four we got Brian Johnson. This play calling, this play calling has got unbelievably stale. And it's never a good thing when I'm watching the game and I feel like I can predict the play call. I mean, how many quarterback draws or bubble screens, uh, as Elliot mentioned? can we do? It just feels like the league and opposing defensive coordinators has caught up to this offensive play calling and they don't have another you know, trick in the bag to try and attack down the field. Do you think they've figured out the other offenses that are in the top like six in scoring this year? I No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it does feel like within the last month they've caught up to the Eagles. Um, well, I think over the last yesterday or Sunday the, the offense didn't have the ball a lot and then they had 33 points a game before but but overall I get your point the offense this year I actually I, I don't think it's been disappointing I think the offense is probably when you consider who they've played <laughs> in the job that they've had I think they've they've had an impressive year impressive the offense <laughs> they played four of the top five defenses in the league they're coming off the Super Bowl I mean I like they're not number one but they certainly have not been a disappointment well, I, maybe disappointment is strong. Impressive is also strong. I, I, I don't know if I would go impressive. Well, they had 38 points against Buffalo, who is one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, they, they've had some good offensive games. And some, some guys have had some, you know, individual years. I just, I, I don't, when I think of the offense this year, I just don't, impressive doesn't come to mind. I'm sorry. All right, Dan, go That's ahead. That's for me. Number three, we're going to that defensive line. They were first in sacks last year, 19th in sacks this season. In the last two weeks, I mean, the Giants have allowed more sacks than any team in the NFL. They got to DeVito once. This past week, they got to him once. Daryl Johnson on the broadcast that it was the most comfortable he's seen Kyler Murray in this offense ever. It just feels like other teams' quarterbacks have a lot of time back there in the pocket, a lot of time to run. And even if that team's not good at pass protection, this Eagles defense just does not dial up a ton of pressure. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, it, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy because I think it was after the Dolphins game 
I have to go back and be for sure, but I remember, I think it was after the Dolphins game because that was an impressive defensive performance. Mm-hmm. They were ahead of the pace for sacks yep. that the Eagles had last year. So something has happened since then. Like, they, they started off this year on a pretty good pace of getting sacks, and then it's it sort of tailed off. Well, and for a while I thought maybe when you play better quarterbacks, it's harder to bring them True. down. They have better head True. coaches. They're just better at avoiding sacks. But one sack against the Giants. What they have? Yes, they have a single one, sack. Yeah, they one, one against yeah. Arizona. So, yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray at his best is maybe, you know, top 12, top 13 type quarterback. But, no, the defensive line has to play better without question. And number two, we got Matt Patricia uh, for, you know, the game just a couple of days ago. You mentioned it, Elliot. Arizona had the ball for 40 minutes. It felt like I was watching a game in the Chip Kelly era. I mean, they just milked the clock, milked the clock, milked the clock. They won the time of possession battle with five minutes to go in the third quarter. This defense cannot get off the field to save their life. Number two goes to the DC, or the defensive play caller, I should say. Yeah, not the coordinator. Special (laughs) defensive assistant, Matt Patricia. Um, No, I agree. I mean, look, Gannon came in there and did what he wanted to do, which is control the clock, keep the Eagles' offense off the field. And, look, I think the players have a lot to do with it, but Patricia has definitely not been impressive, or at least he wasn't on Sunday. Yeah, I I just – I look at the run game, and I'm like, you know, the D-line, I'm not going to tell you that they were perfect Sunday – but, you know, their job, in my opinion, isn't to, to make tackles in the run game. That's why you rarely see them make tackles. You know, a, a D lineman having three or four tackles in a game, that, that's a solid game. Their, their job, they're really out there tying up blockers so that the other guys can make tackles. Through, yeah. And this is where our linebackers, as far as I'm concerned, just leave a whole lot to be desired. I just don't see downhill physical play, you know, getting off the blocks. Too many guys, instead of defeating the block, they're, they're looking around the block as the offensive linemen are still blocking them. And meanwhile, you're five yards going the wrong way, and then you're making tackles. Not enough – I don't want to get too technical here. Not enough budding and displacing and getting to the ball carrier. That's this old Look at, yeah. linebacker well, technology I can see your terminology motion, there. So I was, you you know. guys can see me, but the people listening can't see me. Moving yeah. people out of the way. Yes, yes. I but need more of that for my linebacker. One stat that would be in Patricia's favor for what it's worth, because it seems like you've been maybe at least more impressed with him or have higher ceilings. Well, than, I, well no, I'm saying you have a higher opinion of him yes. maybe than I do. Mm-hmm. Is when you're at, the, you're at the season high and missed tackles, players are in position to make plays. Right. They're just not making them. So Absolutely all, all Patricia right. can do is put them in the right position. They're the ones that have to make the tackles. Yep. And at a number one, Jack isn't here today. Someone needs to go after the head coach. Uh, Nick Sirianni, this was one of the worst regular seasons, or what regular season losses, I should say, of my entire life. Feels like I'm watching an unprepared team who isn't able to make adjustments. The last month has been awful. It feels like that 49ers loss broke them in a really, really bad way. And I hate to say it. I know, you know, Elliot, you kind of push back a little bit, but it just feels like, the te- you know, other teams' defenses, other teams' coaches are catching up to Nick Sirianni a little bit, and in the face of adversity, he has not responded. So I think where, where Nick definitely deserves a top blame on this list for that game is just they were sloppy once again. They, I mean, just it's what you see, like penalties, mm-hmm. uh, poor clock management, uh, and those things. So that three-play that three play stretch where everyone's focused on the play calls, what stands out there more to me is the burn, sub, uh, the burn timeout, the substitution confusion they had going on there, yep. communication errors. So I think ultimately I say a lot about the quarterback, like you, who your quarterback is kind of filters down to the team. I think it's true for head coach as well. Like when Andy was your guy's head coach, 
you were very calm in a lot of these pressure situations. And I feel like you guys never looked like the moment was too big for you. I don't think that was the case yesterday, but Sirianni, I think his sloppiness and how he handles these things does filter down to the rest of the roster. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it's hard not to have the head coach in there somewhere and, and having him at the top of the uh, the list. I, I don't I don't have any any issues with that. That's that's a game Sunday you just can't lose, and when you lose that game in that fashion, head coach is going to get a lot of the blame, even though I think a lot of it was on the defense. Great job there, uh, Dan Wilson, Buzz, back there. Appreciate I it. Ne- I can't necessarily disagree with anybody. Did, did you feel like he left anybody off Wilson, the list? It is, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think he belongs on the list, but it is interesting. I wonder after if we looked at some of the other terrible losses in Eagles history, how many times the quarterback avoids being in that top five. Yeah. And I don't think Jalen belongs there. Like, I know what you're saying, but though, it yeah. Just, it speaks to how many other issues they had that they were able to have such a devastating loss without the quarterback really impacting them in a negative way. So let me tell you, I, I, I'm looking at the numbers again, right? I don't think I've ever seen 32 first downs in one game. It's absurd. Yeah. The Cardinals had 32 first downs in that game. They got torched by James Conner and Greg Dortch. How, how do you even get 32 first well, downs in a game? Well, the crazy thing about 32 first downs is normally if a defense has a really bad game, <laughs> you're talking about big plays, quick right. drive. 32 first downs. I'd be curious to know what Washington got in that game last year when and, they, where they controlled the clock. And to your point, how about this? Only 10 third downs. They were 5 for 10 on third down. Yeah. And manage- so 32 and, and first get- downs with only 10 third downs. And manageable third downs. That's the other thing. I, I'd be curious how many times they found themselves in third and long on, uh, on Sunday. And they went for it twice on fourth down, and they got it. And, and those they, they brought the one guy in because Kyler's too small to do the tush push. So they brought yeah, the, other, right, yeah. the other quarterback in, which was uh, hilarious to me. Um but, yeah, I, I, I look at that game Sunday, man, and it, it's tough from a defensive player standpoint and mindset to take that one. Because that, 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 well, that's one of those games where you say, well, they didn't do anything that was complex or complicated. We, we just didn't make tackles. We didn't get off the field. Well, what's interesting about this team and how they're struggling is we've talked a lot about it a lot today about, you know, does Sirianni still have the, vo- the, the ear of the players? Are they still following Sirianni? Mm-hmm. When Doug's tenure kind of fell apart at the end, they fell behind early in games a lot. Like, yeah. they looked unprepared. They looked like they weren't coming out. That's not the case with this team. Like, I, whatever Sirianni's doing throughout the week is working for the first, right. you know, quarter It's not like they two. didn't show up. The right, they've had Sunday. leads in this yeah. game. 21-6, to six, they had a lead. Yeah. They came out against Seattle and had one of the best starts they've had recently, you know, coming off Dallas and San Francisco, yep. the, Je- uh, the Jets loss they had, they had the lead in that one. So I think what's probably so frustrating, and you heard it in Jordan's voice, is the team is playing a lot of good football, but the, the 30% where they're struggling or whatever it is, is just really, really impacting them. I agree, man. Uh, we're in the happy hour, sponsored by Guided Door and Window. Take advantage of Guided Door and Window's big winter sale through the month of January. Receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDA or visit goguida.com. Well, this, this, I, I can't wait to talk to BG coming up at the top of the hour and, and Jordan a little later. And, and I know some people will get frustrated with BG's sort of positive outlook. But the one thing I, I love about BG and has always loved about him is that he keeps that same energy. Mm-hmm. He keeps that same energy through tough times. He's not looking to point fingers at people. He's not looking to blame anybody. And, you know, these players, you can sometimes take notes 
from a guy like Brandon, and I'm speaking even to some of our, our more seasoned veteran players, when in tough times we're not necessarily looking to detach ourselves or separate ourselves or remove ourselves from the issues and what's going on as it pertains to the team. We're looking for solutions. We're trying to be positive. We're trying to, to sort of um, reinforce sort of the coach's messaging. And I don't believe Nick Sirianni has lost the locker room. I don't either. I, I don't yeah. believe that. Don't it, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel that way to me. Now, it may feel like some players are frustrated with some, some play calling or what have you, but when I hear someone's lost the locker room, that means they don't have respect for the coach anymore. They don't believe in anything he's saying. And it shows up in other things. It just manifests itself out there on the field of play. But you know what? It shows up throughout the week. It shows up in whether or not guys are showing up to meetings on time. Are you missing treatments? Are you, are you uh, coming out to practice late? Are you finding ways to duck being in practice, meaning you're, you're uh, belaboring injuries and you're not looking to get back out there on the field to be with your brothers and, and sort of fix this thing? Until I start hearing about those type of things, I'll believe that Nick Sirianni still has, the, as a whole, this locker room. Like I said, maybe a player or two here and there that may not be believing in some of these things. And that's where all the other leaders have to sort of get those players in line and on the same page with everybody else, or their messaging has to be so loud that those, those small, those small um, pockets of players that may be questioning the coach doesn't have the impact on the overall locker room's mindset. Well, and I know that when players talk about Nick publicly, to your, like they're going to say positive things. You know, that's just what, what athletes do about their head coach. Mm-hmm. But we, we've done the Players' Lounge for all three years of Nick's uh, time here. And I just heard too many players both on this show and then you see it on the sideline too. Like for all of the talk about Nick's emotional uh, vibe on the sideline, how he shows – there's a lot of times where we can show clips of players celebrating with Nick, yeah. jumping up, you know, after a touchdown or whatever. So I do think they really, they, I, I agree with you that Nick has not lost the locker room. But to BG too, BG said something. Uh, I forget when it was over the last two weeks, but it was after one of the losses, and he said like he's excited about the rest of the season because he's excited to go out there and fix the mistakes, or he's excited because he knows that they can do it. And the word excited really stuck out to me because sometimes I think when I watch this team, like. Are they excited to play? Like, do you think they're excited to play the Giants on Sunday, to go to MetLife and play this game? Last uh, they year, should be. Well, I just think last year the team looked like they were having so much fun. And obviously I know this year there's reason not to be having as much fun. But the way BG said it just sounds so different than what you hear other players say this season. And just, like, an excitement about going out and playing. And I just think this year there hasn't been that same level at times of players pumped to go play a game as if they because they think something negative is going to happen. Yeah, I can't, I can't necessarily disagree with you there. It's afternoon show brought to you by Chickies and Pete's. Go where the players go. Chickies and Pete's is the only place to watch all the Eagles playoff action. Find the location at chickiesandpeets.com. Let's get a call in here before we go to break. Let's get Angry Al up here. Uh-oh. Now, you know Angry Al's a noted Cowboys fan. Yes. So, Angry Al, welcome to the afternoon show. What up, Ike? What's up, Al? Hello, Elliot. What up, Angry Al? How you doing today? <laughs> Uh, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, yeah you, you should be after that Rob job you, you guys got Saturday. <laughs> First of all, okay, all right, hold on. And I'm, don't waste all my time on that. Okay. All right, there's one simple answer to that, and even Mr. Statistics knows this. Yeah. He should have kicked the extra point and went to overtime, and none of that would have ever happened. 
At least the third time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about the first time. one I liked it, the second one I respected it, the third one it's like, come on, man. And in actuality, he was uncovered anyway, so he, he it was still a penalty. There was three different ways it could have been a penalty. But it, that doesn't matter. He should have just kicked the extra point, took it to overtime, and he would have had a chance to win the game. You guys still he got lucky, proof. though. Huh? I mean, the, the flag was the incorrect flag. Oh, yeah, so you should have lost have, the game. The yeah. refs have been making mistakes for decades. <laughs> yeah, right? that one's so pretty why do, why do you even want to throw that into the mix? And then he makes a statement that I told him before the game that I was going to report number 68 eligible. So you got a ref that can't hardly call a game anyway, <laughs> and you expect him to remember something that you told him before the game started? Get the hell out of here, man. Come on, man. Right, what else you got what, angry, Al? Where you at? Did we lose Al? He dropped. Uh, oh, he dropped. What the hell? He probably just had just wanted to get that Cowboys, you know, bragging oh, in. Yeah, I, I wanted to hear what else he had to, to, to go there real quick. All right, 215-592-9494. We'll come back on the other side. Uh, I'll do something I probably have never done before. Al, if you're still listening and you want to finish out your, your point you were making, give me a call back and I'll get you right back up. What a I, guy. I think I may have fat-fingered that one. As your bad? How about that? I've never fat-fingered anything. Pause. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, let me get the hell out of here right, <laughs> right now. Right. Yep, right now. Afternoons, 94 WIP. <laughs> I bet we all want to ask 21 questions, yeah. don't we? This is definitely one you just want to let play. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the afternoon show. Ike Reese, Elliot Shore Parks. We're down here at Cheekies and Pete's in South Philly. Today's show is sponsored by NJM Insurance. Poodle skirts, lava lamps, bell bottoms, and perms at, what? at NJM Insurance. They've seen a lot of trends come and go since 1913. But one trend they've never embraced, it's using gimmicks. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. Visit NJM.com to see how they are different. How about that? Bell bottoms, I think, are coming back in the style, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I don't even know what a poodle skirt is, so I don't even know what, what that yeah, I don't know what that I'm is. I imagine yeah. that's a mini skirt. I don't know. Some maybe think of like a puffy skirt. Hey, yeah. Yeah. See, there you go. To look it up. <laughs> also, hold on. Do we got a cheese and peach right here? This is where it gets clustered at the uh, end. Yeah, oh, yeah. In yeah. the final 30 minutes. You've been driving great show, so yes. far. Now it's a. Uh... Well, my. I do have another Chickies and Pete's brought to you by, this show is brought to you by Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Make sure you join us live tonight for the Brandon Graham Show and Players Lounge at 6 p.m. and continuing through the Eagles playoffs. We got that taken care of. ESP, let me get these callers in real quick. Yeah. They've been hanging in there with us, and then we, we'll do text line. And uh, did you have something you wanted to? I thought, I thought you might have said something to me that you no. wanted to get out there. Okay, let's get to Lou. He's out in Denver uh lou welcome to the afternoon hey, happy, show happy new year guys um year. real quick on on aj brown man just talk to the media say i want the ball at the end of the game i mean he only got five targets but they didn't have the ball the whole game so i get that when he blew up versus the vikings then he had the six game streak i think sirianni would just say yeah we have to get him the ball that's all he's got to say that's it i, I agree. your captain speak to it I agree. Um, I Look, I understand that A.J., and I guess I respect to a point, he doesn't want to get up there and not say how he truly feels. 
But a lot of athletes get up there and just say what they think their team needs to hear at that point. So, Are you kidding me? So I'm sure AJ's done it quite a bit wouldn't in his be, career. Yeah, wouldn't be the first guy to yeah, have to stand up there. Yeah, and it certainly won't be the last. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with you. I think uh, at this point it's, it's, it's becoming a bigger deal than it needs to be by not talking. And that's why I, I, I would hope they would encourage him to at least talk tomorrow. Well, I'm sure they've. I would guess they. Well, probably, I'm just saying when I when I say encourage, I mean encourage him a little more than you yeah, have. Strong yeah. encouragement. Yeah, strong yeah. encouragement. Yeah, yeah. Cause like I said, it, it, we said it earlier. I think it, it it really pours water on a lot of this. Yeah. Um, and the team needs to feel like they're banding together going into the playoffs. Like it would be nice to feel like whatever this issue he has is resolved going into the playoffs. Because you know what it makes you wonder also, and, and we're not privy to his. Um, his body language behind the closed doors, out there at practice. What's his attitude like? Is he, is he out at practice? You know, one of the guys trying to rally the troops. He's bringing excitement to the practice field. Or is there tense? Mm-hmm. You know, is, is, is everybody tense because they know our best offensive player outside of the quarterback is not happy right now, right? So when, when you're, again, you're, when you're that player, just by you not saying anything, the perception is you're bothered by something and you're not in a good mood. So imagine if I came to work, and I'm not A.J. Brown, but. Well, you are at WIP. Well, thank you, Elliot. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say more, it myself. More like Jalen Hurts. I didn't man. say it myself. I yeah. threw the alley-oop up there and you dunked it yeah. for me, so I appreciate that. First time that. in my life I dunked. But, you, <laughs> <laughs> but could you imagine if, well, if I came in every day upset with, with an attitude, it, 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 it affects everybody else. Yes. It, yeah. ju- it just does. So. You, you, regardless of what's going on, if you're frustrated or not, when this microphone comes on and I'm on the air, we're a unified front, we're a team, like we're, we're, we're doing what's best, what's in the best interest of WIP. Yeah. Well, and, and so that's kind of why I look at with AJ, I'm like, okay, you've had time to get over whatever you were frustrated by, about, and now it's about showing solidarity and, and letting everybody know, not just us on the outside, but I guarantee you, man, some of his teammates who aren't as close to him, who may not feel like they know him good enough to approach him, talk to him, and get a sense of how he feels or what have you, are sitting back and they're thinking, man, I, I can't even go up to the guy because I, I don't know if he's in a bad mood today or not. Well, it's so funny just because I was thinking that um, – Look, I'm sure AJ has a ton of friends in that locker room, but there's 63 players on that team if you include the practice squad, or more than that now. Not all of them are close with everybody. And so there's probably a semi, you know, not small portion of that locker room that are saying, man, he's still not talking to the media. Like, it it feels a tension that maybe there wouldn't be otherwise. And And it's just not going to be good if if they're in the playoffs and they're, you know, they're they're having the game and the broadcast is saying, well, AJ hasn't spoken to the media in in, in a month. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, I think it's just... I think it benefits everybody to move on from that. I, I totally agree. The sooner you move on from it, the better it is for everyone. Let's get back to the phones. Let's get uh, let's get Robert up here. Robert's in Germantown. What's up, Rob? Happy New Year, guys. Happy What's New up, Year. Good show. Now, I, I tend to disagree with you, Elliot. I was on the record a couple of years ago thinking we should never have hired Sirianni in the first place. His resume never impressed me. Man, I mean, you were, you were wrong about that, but it's okay. <laughs> No, no. I, I'm, no I'm, with, uh, I'm with Mr. Joyner. I, I said Joyner's critique is, is the correct one, I think. He's, what's he's, that? He's well, that we should get rid of Sirianni. <laughs> bring well, him, but bring he was clearly else. a good hire. They almost won so. the Super Bowl with him. Yeah, they got trashed in the Super Bowl. They got it coached. 
And they didn't I learn. Say they got, they didn't I would say out. they got trashed in the Super Bowl. They had, <laughs> <laughs> they had a 10-point yeah. lead. They did. But in the second half, they didn't touch Mahomes with the vaunted pass rush. They forgot about running the running back up against the, the defense. Yeah. They, 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 they made all kinds of dumb dumb. Yeah, they lost that, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I don't think there's any shame in how they lost that Super Bowl. Well, I don't think they're going to get back to the Super Bowl with this guy. Mark my words. Mm. I mean, you know, I think he just doesn't have what it takes. I think the players know it. Former players, current players, some of them at least. They, they, got, they got the read on that. And I'm, well, I'm with them. So, okay. I don't think. Now, it's just my a miracle he guys, wins all these games. It's because of the troops. I've seen a lot of guys win games. Doc Rivers won NBA championships. So when they win, it's the, so wait, hold on. When they win, it's the players, but when they lose, sometimes, it's Nick. Sometimes it is. You've seen okay. it. Well, it seems think, unfair. When they win, it's because think, of the players, but they lose, it's because sometimes, of them. Sometimes it's played out that way. Nick Nurse is a much better basketball coach than Doc Rivers. Everyone knows it. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. But in, in Robert, <laughs> I mean, Doc's <laughs> had a better career, but. Oh, as a player? Oh, a player. I think he was a coach, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, but as a coach, you, you think. Well, Doc, I mean, Nick Nick hasn't coached as long. They have the same yeah. amount of championships. So, yeah, I mean, Nick, Nick is and a Doc's better. been there. Doc went to the finals twice. Right. Nick, Nick Nurse is a better head coach than Doc Rivers right now. Yeah. 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 Doc's back on TV. Well, that'll be fun. Well, huh? I, can't, I need him to call a Sixers game. I've heard a couple of his games. Yeah? Not all that excited. <laughs> all right. I guess, guess I'm not missing much. Angry Al is back. I'm going to finish his call up. What's up, Angry Al? My bad. Al. Oh, that's cool, Ike. Yeah, it's my fault. <laughs> Look. I don't. I don't think that he necessarily has lost the locker room. He's lost his quarterback, and to mm. me, that's worse than what losing the locker that. room. So you huh? think there's something there with the quarterback? Well, why? Why did he say seven times yesterday? We got to stick together. We got to stick together. We got to stick. Something's going on that he don't think they're sticking together. Otherwise, well, yeah, he's not. I'm not saying you're wrong. Who, about who said that? You saying Jalen said that or no, Nick? Nick? No, Nick said. Sirianni a bunch of times. said oh, okay. it in his press conference. He oh. wasn't talking about football. He didn't say nothing about football yesterday. He talked around. What and makes circles. you think that's about Jalen? Is my question. Okay, and I know everybody says that uh, you can't tell by that. Do you remember when uh, Elliott kicked the 59 yarder? Yeah, the Dolphin game. Yeah, I mean no Buffalo game. Yeah, that was Buffalo. Buffalo yeah. yeah. Did you see him when they flashed to him right after the kick? Yes. He shook his head, he sucked his teeth, and rolled his eyes. Um, right, now, I don't now know. Ricky Ricardo said, Ricky Ricardo said he thought that Jalen was upset about the fact that they didn't go for the yardage. But why, but, well, one but, kick, why, why would he be upset? Wasn't it, how many seconds were left in that game? Like, yeah, I think that was that was that was the kick to send him in overtime, yeah, why, right? Why right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But so if that's what I'm saying. So if that's the kick that's going to keep you alive, right? He's saying, why, why is you, the quarterback happy about that? Yeah, why yeah, is he I don't think Jalen was. I don't think Jalen was upset. He made the kick. If you want hey, to say Jalen, I, I, I get to think about something too. You ain't the only one that thinks around here. Yeah, you can think too. But you're you're telling me you think Jalen was upset he made a kick to go to overtime. Think about that logically. You think he was no, because Ricky the game? Ricardo said something to me that Jalen that they were in a position where they could have gone and got the first down and and won the game with a touchdown. How many seconds? And, I'm going to look it up. How many seconds were in that I, game? I, I don't care up? what you look up. All right? Well, it matters. It matters. Well, here's saying, the deal. Well, you're, all, right, you're, all right, let's. All right, forget about that. I'll go back to what I, I originally said four weeks ago, Ike. 
Okay. The Arizona game was going to be the game that caused you problems. I, I said it. I think I, I vaguely. Do, I think over. I vaguely remember you saying that. Yeah. I, I, and I sent you a tweet about it, and there's a ton of people that replied and said, yeah, I, I hate you did say it. I'm telling you, man, yeah, there's yeah. something going on with the quarterback and the coach. And, and you you can say I'm crazy. You can say whatever I want. But you know what I can say? You lost four out of the last five games. You don't think you got something going on? No, something on, definitely. Man. No, no, something. Appreciate the call, Al. So the- something definitely is is not right behind the scenes and because I, I, I think even with because this team was 10 and 1 with a lot of the same play calls offensive play designs not like they went from being 10 and 1 and decided to switch up the offense right yes but, but they did decide to switch up the defense but they but did yeah, decide yeah. to switch up the defense but when you lose these types of games over this span a five six week span and you can't seemingly find your way out of it. And some of it's against inferior opponents. It does lead me to think something isn't right. Yeah. Like something isn't connected. I, I think what you're seeing with this team is they, you know, they've lost some close games. The Seattle game was close. The Arizona game was close. But I just think there's a frustration here that scoreboard aside, mm-hmm. all year, even after wins, they've pretty much consistently said, we can play better. We need to play better. There's things we can do better. And I think what you're seeing is a frustration that they've not been able to do that. Doesn't mean they weren't winning. Or, like, I, and I think they should hold their heads higher than, than they seem to. Mm-hmm. But I think we, why it kind of turned was once those close wins started turning into losses, the frustration was just even greater that they're unable to put it together. Yeah, I think, I think there's some truth to that as well. I, I really by, do. By the way, mm-hmm. the, the, the kick that uh, Angry Al said Jalen was upset was made yeah. was fourth and 17 with 20 seconds to go down three. There's no way Jalen wanted to go for that. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure Jalen was happy that kick went through. <laughs> yeah. He might have been upset about other things. Right. But there's no way he wanted them to miss that. Honestly, kick. I think that he may have been, I don't know if upset is the right word, but he certainly was thinking more about why, why they didn't execute on that drive to go down and maybe score a touchdown yeah, or, sure. or a longer, I mean, a shorter field goal. Than sure. what it was. So. I just think sometimes with the TV copy that we see, it doesn't paint a full picture I, I of, of what we're seeing with Jalen. Yeah. That doesn't mean he can't be more vocal, any of those things. But the TV portion shows, and Jordan said this last week, how many total minutes do you think we see of Jalen on the sideline in a four-hour game? Four? Yeah. Five? Now, now, listen, with him, you certainly don't know how to read it correctly. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't know if he's happy or and sad. He, that's, that's how he is all the time. Yeah. Well, I know who's usually happy or sad, and we can tell. Not angry Al. Nope, that's Herb in the Northeast. Oh, here we go. Yes, Herb. Yeah, boys. Happy New Year, Herb. Same here. Today's my best day, I agree. You sound much better than the last time yeah. I talked to you, well, brother. Happy I to was, hear you're I, feeling. Better. I almost died. You ain't. You don't know what happened. Like four days, no food. Okay, they were going to incubate me, but it turned out after I called you, it was either incubation or. Uh, Four days, okay. Uh, no food, no water. High, uh, high intensity oxygen, and you're in a big mass. And uh, uh, the third day, the doctor said you're gonna pull through. One more day, you're gonna make it. Tuesday, you'll eat dinner. And um, the uh, doctor Lake, that is a follower of WIP. 
that's on the first floor that was taking care of my lungs. And um, it's unbelievable. All wow. the nurses and doctors took care of me. Reggie White, he was in my room, the Minister of Defense, because he, he went to Israel to learn Hebrew. I just found out a couple days ago that on 30 for 30, and I knew Reggie. Reggie, like I said, Steph Joyner a few years ago, I said, should have been the defensive coordinator. The team needs to stick together. I'm going to be okay now. I'm day to day. I might be out of here by Friday or maybe even sooner. Who knows? Because I'm down to one leader on the oxygen, and then they're going to be zero, and then they got to see if the numbers that I – so I – because I want to go home like I came here. I I, Like I came here, I got to leave here with, like, 94, 95, with no oxygen. I don't want to take oxygen. I don't want to deal with that, okay, because I got things I got to do. Oh, give me PT Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Hopefully I can be back at the Wells Fargo. I'm hoping by the 13th or 14th, okay? But I still got some fluid on the side, side, both sides of the lungs. All right, but as far as the Eagles go. Real quick, Herb, real quick. Real quick, Herb. You make sure you listen to those doctors and nurses, man. I know. And you do as they tell you to do, and you keep getting better, brother, so that we can keep having these phone calls, man. We need you here at Chickies and Pete's. Yeah. You're a big part of the station. We hope hope you're uh, feeling Dan, I'm going to choke you, Dan. I'm in the process of writing a book. I spoke to Hugh Douglas today. Okay. 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 And you gave me a lot of time today. And listen, I'm writing a book that's going to be heard from the Northeast. And it's Love going it. to go back from the late the late 60s, okay? When Carmichael, Jaworski, Dick Lemire, all that. Oh, great. Okay? Another Eagles book. And yeah. listen, this, this team, we got to play defense like when you played, like, with Trotter, with Jim Johnson, with Brian Dawkins. We mm-hmm. got to bring the heat. Play one game Sunday. Bring the heat. Mm-hmm. Bring, bring the, the heat. heat. Hey, listen, Herb. Okay. Happy New Year, brother. And you you get better. What I'm saying. I do okay. understand what you're saying. Okay. I got I to run, buddy. But you take care of yourself and don't be a stranger. Call us back, I'll okay? Talk to I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, Herb. It's good to hear from Herb, yeah. man. I actually I feel better. I feel well, better because I'm glad to hear he's doing better. Th- that's what I'm saying. I don't feel better about the damn Eagles, but well, I feel yeah. better that Herb is is he sounds a lot better than he did the last time we had him on. Well, and, you, and, and Buzz, Buzz, if you you do that again, Buzz, <laughs> I'm gonna drive back to the station and choke you myself. Well, you, <laughs> you gotta love Herb talking about how he's feeling better and all these things, and then dropping in a Seth Joyner should be defensive yes. coordinator take right in the middle of it. So. Glad to see he's feeling up. That was such good. a – I'm not down with Buzz Wilson. That was such a Jack Fritz move right there. Would he drop a herb? Thing? Of course he did. Oh, I got, wait, wait. I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't click anything. That was him. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think he did a drop. That wasn't you? No, that wasn't me. Yeah. I was oh. trying to figure out what I did. I didn't click anything. I thought you, I thought you dropped the coffin drop. No, 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 no. I, I, no, no, no. I, think, I think Herb's still in the hospital if I'm not Well, mistaken. I know. That's yeah. why that's – okay, then I apologize, Buzz. I'm sorry. No, that was a real live – Cough. Cough. Yeah. <laughs> driven, driven down to the station for nothing. <laughs> yeah.
But it is good, good to hear I would have committed an unnecessary assault on yeah. Buzz uh, yeah. and been fired. So, okay. We just, right. we just called you the leader of the station. <laughs> No, certainly not acting like a yeah, leader yeah, right well, now. Hey. <laughs> That's just how much I love a, Herb. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got to get to this. No, uh, great to hear from Herb. Great to hear from Herb. We got to get to the text line real quick. Brought to you by Mount Holly Nissan. New 2024 Nissans are arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan. Minutes from everywhere. Just over the bridge, online, MountHollyNissan.com. Text line, Buzz. Black Gritty might be onto something with the Misery Tuesday. Misery! Nick in Delaware. <laughs> yeah. That is good. Yeah. And it was perfect timing because that's what everybody is feeling right now. Yeah. yeah so you're right. That was, that was a good one by BG. Good job, Black Gritty. What's next? We just won the Bird Gang Bowl. Where's our trophy? <laughs> Coach Gannon in Arizona. What's up, Bird Gang? Yeah, to the victor goes the spoils. Yeah, yeah I, that, that's Gannon, one of the Gannon things. Got the that's the one thing that irritated me about Jonathan Gannon leaving is that he did the whole "What's up, Bird Gang" thing to the Arizona Cardinals fan base, as if they ever been called the Bird Gang. Oh, that, that I didn't realize that's where he did it. I think Card- that's where yeah. it came from. Yeah. Well, I do wonder if now people can admit Gannon's a good coach. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying after a year of everyone saying they wanted him fired and he was terrible and all. I mean, right. I just, sorry, I admit I'm wrong sometimes. What's next, Buzz? Did ESP just call Jonathan Gannon a great head coach? Am I dreaming? <laughs> Jolly on Twitter. Yeah. I did that see Jolly? Jolly tweet that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I said Sirianni was a great head coach. Gannon's a great defensive coordinator. So we, you and the word great, yeah. I recognize I that's talent. the issue there. I recognize, I'm great at using it. <laughs> What's next? My spreadsheets tell me that AJ oh, is nothing to complain about. The offense this year is even better than last year. Elliot at Chickies and Pete's. <laughs> hey, the stats back it up. They're going to average almost more points per drive this year than they did last year against better defenses. <laughs> Again, driving everybody crazy. Yeah. By the way, uh, AJ Brown just tweeted, uh, I will speak tomorrow. Talk to you, see. AJ listens to the show. He, there he we heard. Go. He heard the big. He got held take, accountable at five o'clock. Listen, I got the ear of the city. Yeah, I think it was that captain or coward comment that, uh, <laughs> yeah. that got him going. There, he buzz. may address that tomorrow, Buzz. <laughs> we got any left? <coughs> Jack in Westchester. <laughs> yeah, Mister Sniffles. <laughs> I just hope he's feeling better. He, he better be lucky. I've been preoccupied with this show today because he almost got a whole segment on him today. Oh, yeah, I'm taking off. Yeah he, yeah, he almost got a segment, but oh. I decided not to because he, he could be laid up eating chicken noodle soup. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he's been listening. Maybe he'll hear that. <laughs> Anything left, Buzz? Only 40 days until pitchers and catchers. <laughs> Rick and Brumall. Is that also Jack? I was going to say that, that could have yeah. been a Jack. Yeah, Flitz Jack just spent right all there. day texting the text line. <laughs> Well, I tell you, the afternoon show is brought to you by Chickies and Pete's. Go where the players go. Chickies and Pete's is the only place to watch all the Eagles playoff action. Find the location at chickiesandpeets.com. BG is in the house. Uh, we got two BGs in the house. We got Black Gritty, who's in the house. And we got uh, one of our favorites, if not our favorite, Brandon Graham is in the building. So he'll be coming up next. 
on the show. Two, two Philadelphia sports legends right there. Well, here's the other thing with BG. You know, BG has to deal with Sunday's difficult loss to the Arizona Cardinals while also popping bottles of champagne last night because his Michigan Wolverines oh, yes, are in the right. national championship game. So I guess we'll have to not talk Michigan about that, State. too. Yeah, yeah not no, Michigan not State. No, not Michigan State. All right, it's Michigan. Okay. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, Elliot. no problem. Just yeah, checking. Yeah, That's all right. I don't you. think Temple was in it either. So. <laughs> all right, let's get Nick from Collegeville in here. I love Nick's calls. Nick, what's yeah, up, brother? Yeah, not only that, I'll say that. Like, listen, I wish I had a Ph.D. in analytics because I'd be working for a hedge fund making half a, you know, half a mil a year. But, but Elliot, you can't yes. just quote a stat and go, oh, they're better. Look at the stat. Like, why? Sometimes the stats are very cl- why because sometimes yeah. the stats are very close, and even though say this year's offense is statistically a little bit better than last year, there is no flow to this offense. Well, can I ask you something? Just I, I'm yes, generally please. curious for your opinion on this. Do you think the fact that they've played better defenses this year makes it harder yes, for their offense to succeed? And that's a see that's a I'll, I'll listen to that argument. I said but that. Just saying, I said oh, that look at the stats. Look at the stats. Here's the thing. You said after we beat Miami, oh, this, oh, the side's definitely a much better coach. He's a better coach than Gannon because he found that they, they, they beat a good quarterback. And now yeah. you're saying he, he's well, I was wrong about you that. Can't, you can't just change like the win. Like, I thought, John, I'm not hey, changing John, like the wins. I'm not changing like the wins. I gave Desai credit for shutting down a great quarterback. Right. He sometimes did it again against you just Kansas City. Pause. What I'm saying is <laughs> sometimes you just got to pause. And other times, you just got to look at the game. You watch the game. You're down there. You're traveling yep. for two away games. Sometimes just because they're scoring on broken plays doesn't mean there's a rhythm to the offense. For every time we scored yesterday, Arizona just methodically came down and used the clock and yes. time management and played much better than we are. Is Arizona a much better team than we are because they beat us yesterday on every statistical level? No. No. But they beat us sometimes yep. – you got to look behind the numbers. That's I just, my only but, but Rich, point. I, it's not just a number thing. Like, Appreciate the call, Nick. Yeah. So I just think to, to that, him saying there's no rhythm to the offense this year. Mm-hmm. I don't even completely disagree with that. The only point I'm making is when it gets to the point of like, Brian Johnson should be fired. Nick Sirianni, ha, you know, the league has figured him out. Right. If they're six or you know, whatever it is, six or seventh in the league in scoring, I find it hard to believe that they've been figured out if they're still putting up those type of numbers. And they have, they did score 30 in back to back weeks. Right. So. Right. Yeah. I hear you there. Today's show sponsored by NJM Insurance. We're talking poodle skirts, lava lamps, bell bottoms, and perms at NJ Insurance. They've seen a lot of trends come and go since 1913, but one trend they've never embraced. It's using gimmicks. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. Make sure you visit NJM.com to see how they're different. Well, Elliot, I tell you, brother, you and I, I knew we'd have this thing rocking and rolling today. Four hours of Fast and Furious sports talk. You and I will get somewhat of a a, uh, reprieve as we'll continue to rock the airwaves, you and I will. But we'll be bringing in some more football guys. Some more football guys and Howard Eskin. So (laughs) we're bringing those guys in. We'll be bringing those guys in. We got the Brandon Graham Show coming up next uh, right here on 94 WIP. We're at Chickies and Pete's. In South Philly. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.